Today is Easter Sunday, and this devotional comes from Rich Wounds, The Countless Treasures of the Life, Death, and Triumph of Jesus by David Mathis, published by The Good Book Company. This devotional is entitled, The Triumph of Joy. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Mark 16, verse 6. The first whispers among his disciples that Sunday in the Holy City were almost too good to be true. This news was so unexpected, so stupendous, such a dramatic reversal of the heartbreak and devastation of the previous three days. This would take days to sink in. Weeks, even. In some ways, it would take his disciples the rest of their lives to grasp the impact of it. He has risen. Indeed, for all eternity, his people still will stand in awe of the love of God on display in Christ's death and the power of God bursting forth in his resurrection. Sheep had scattered. No one truly saw this coming except Jesus himself. He told his disciples plainly that he would be killed and then rise again. He had hinted at it as early as the first temple cleaning, John 2.19. At his trial, some testified against him that he'd made such a claim. Then there were his references to the sign of Jonah, Matthew 12.39 and 16.4 who rose again from the depths of the sea, and to the rejected one becoming the cornerstone, Matthew 21:42. But as much as he'd done to prepare his disciples for this, a literal crucifixion was so contrary to their expectations that they had no meaningful way to bring it into their minds and hearts. It was a stone of offense and a rock of stumbling, Isaiah 8:14, for the long-awaited Messiah to go out like this. So his men had abandoned their master in his most critical hour. One of them had betrayed him. The chief of them had denied him three times. And after his death, the disciples dispersed. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. Zechariah 13.7 They locked their doors. John 20.19 Two even took to the road and were on their way out of Jerusalem. Luke 24.13 When news came from the women who had been to the tomb, it seemed like sheer fantasy. These words seemed to them an idle tale and they did not believe them. Luke 24.11 It was beyond their imagination, but not beyond God. Could such a dream become reality? Might there be, after all, some deep magic that could turn back time? Better, might there be a power magnanimous enough to bring in a whole new age, the age of resurrection, and triumph over the final enemy, death itself? Seized with astonishment. The initial report left them in shock. Mark tells us that the women went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Mark 16.8 Astonishment seized them. Had the news been less spectacular, perhaps they would have celebrated right away. But this was far too big and too surprising to melt into immediate rejoicing. They were stunned. That's what Easter does to the human soul when we own up to the reality of its message. That's how explosive, how cataclysmic, how world-shattering it is that Jesus is alive. It is a joy too great for instant gratification. First, there is utter astonishment. Then comes the mingling of fear with great joy, and then the freedom to rejoice and tell others. Matthew 28, verse 8. Sadness comes untrue. 
But what now of his passion? What of his excruciating agony at Golgotha? Yes, as C.S. Lewis said, the dawning of this resurrection age will turn even that agony into a glory. Now joy has triumphed over sorrow. Day finally has dominion over night. Light has thrashed against the darkness and won. Christ, through death, has destroyed the one who had the power of death. Hebrews 2.14 Death is swallowed up in victory. 1 Corinthians 15.54 Easter has become our annual dress rehearsal for that great coming day when our perishable bodies will put on the imperishable. When the mortal will finally put on immortality. When we will join in the triumph song with the prophets and apostles. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Hosea 13, 14, 1 Corinthians 15, 55. Just as rehearsing the details of Jesus' final days leading up to the cross prepares us for the fiery trials coming on us, so also Easter Sunday readies us for the triumph that will follow. Easter is our foretaste of glory divine. Christ has been raised. Daylight is no longer fading to black, but night is awakening to the brightness. Darkness is not suffocating the sun, but light is chasing away the shadows. Sin is not winning, but death is swallowed up in victory. More than conquerors. Even agony will turn to glory, but Easter doesn't suppress our pain. It doesn't minimize our loss. It bids our burdens stand as they are, in all their weight, with all their threats. And this risen Christ with the brilliance of indestructible life in his eyes, says, These two I will claim in the victory. These two will serve your joy. These two, even these, I can make an occasion for rejoicing. I have overcome, and you will more than conquer. Easter is not an occasion to repress whatever ails us and put on a happy face. Rather, the joy of Easter speaks tenderly to the pains that plague us. Whatever loss you lament, whatever burden weighs you down, Easter says, it will not always be this way for you. The new age has begun, Jesus has risen, and the kingdom of the Messiah is here. He has conquered death and sin and hell. He is alive and on his throne, and he is putting your enemies, all your enemies, under his feet. Not only will he remedy what's wrong in your life, bring glorious order to the mess, and vanquish your foes, he will also make your pain, your grief, your loss, your burden, through the deep magic of resurrection, to be real ingredients in your everlasting joy. You will not only conquer this one day soon, but you will be more than a conqueror. Romans 8.37 When he wipes away every tear, our faces will glisten more brilliantly than if we had never cried. Easter announces, in the voice of the risen Christ, your sorrow will turn into joy, John 16, 20, and no one will take your joy from you, verse 22. Easter says that the one who has conquered death has now made it the servant of our joy. Let's pray. Father, you did it. You raised your son, our Savior, from the dead. He has triumphed and is triumphing and will triumph. Open our ears to the voice of your risen Son and his promises to us to turn our sorrow into joy and to give us the joy no one can take from us. We submit our lives, our minds, our hearts, 
our all to our risen Lord. We marvel at his life and what he accomplished in his death. We wonder at who he is for us now in his risen life, reigning over all at your right hand. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. We worship you in him. We bow before our risen Lord in awe, in glad submission, in the undaunted hope of resurrection, and entrust afresh our small lives to his great purposes and plans. In Jesus' risen and regal name we pray. Amen.